The F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Get ready for speed. You just wait, sunshine. You just wait. Get ready for the passion. To whom it may concern you. Get ready for the raw emotion. See, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready. For the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Via Gomez and Cody Z. It just seems like uh, we get going with F1 action only to have it yanked away from us under the rug. Uh, and we're in that situation again this week. It is the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He, as always, is Cody Zeeb. I am always Evan via Gomez. And, yes, we are coming off of the Japanese Grand Prix, but looking forward to a week of, well, not looking forward to it, but uh, looking ahead to a week of no F1 racing. And, Cody, uh, I could not be more sad Oh, I couldn't be more sad. I always misuse that phrase. Anyways, welcome to the show again. <laughs> yeah, one of those ways. It's okay. Yeah, unfortunately, at least we only have to wait one week this time, one off week. They're right back at it with the, the U.S. Grand Prix down at Coda. So looking forward to that. Uh, I think that one is in a more uh, better time frame for us, which is nice because, uh, you know, <laughs> lately it's been all over the place. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Set your DVRs, man. You never miss it when you set your DVR. Yeah, 2 must... o'clock our time? Dang. That's going to be real nice. <laughs> 2 o'clock on a Sunday. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, 2 o'clock yeah, two o'clock Central on a Sunday. So, man, that's going to be good. That's going to be beautiful. And, in fact, like that's, that. that's you know, NASCAR. That's F1. That's football. Yeah, that's football like, we're going to have it all on. <laughs> dang. God's eye is going to be exactly. in full effect. <laughs> So, uh, all right, things have happened over the course of the last week, though, and the F1 <laughs> news just never slows down, does it? It doesn't. Silly season still still cranking along. So, yeah, we got we got a couple pieces of news. Uh, first of all, Pierre Gasly is going to be leaving AlphaTauri, um, and he's going to join Alpine in 2023. And then uh, Nick DeVries, I believe it is, uh, who obviously we saw make a start a few weeks ago. Um. When uh, Albon was out after his surgery and all that, um, is going to be replacing him at AlphaTauri. So, so that's kind of the big, at least, uh, driver swap news this past weekend. Um, <laughs> this Red Bull story, uh, this this uh, this budget cap story, is uh, something else. Huh? It's it's pretty uh, interesting. So, if you've not seen the news, um, obviously Red Bull was found to have violated the budget cap. Uh, Williams also had violated it. See, it, it appears that the Willi- there wasn't much news on the Williams part of it. it. It seems like theirs was very minor and they corrected it very quickly. Uh, so I think they just got a, a minor fine of like $25,000. The Red Bull won a little bit larger, but not large enough to maybe do anything. Um, <laughs> so possible penalties. <laughs> and this is my favorite part. Um, a public rec- uh, reprimand. 
<laughs> I guess that means more in other countries than it does in the United States because I don't really know what the fuck a public reprimand does. But uh, that is one of the possible penalties. Uh, there could also be a points deduction, expulsion, or suspension from stages of the championship. I guess that means, you know, not allowed to compete in some races. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess at this point, that doesn't really a mute point because <laughs> Max has already clinched the championship. Unless you're going to take it away from him next year. I don't see that happening. Um, limitations on aero testing. That's something you could see. Maybe they limit their time in the, in the wind tunnel type of stuff or a reduction in the cost cap for next year. Again, maybe that's more of a realistic penalty. I just couldn't believe that a public reprimand was actually one of the things listed from <laughs> from F1 as a possible uh, you know penalty for going over the cost cap. That's uh, I haven't heard that one from a from a professional sporting. Cody, <laughs> we live in a world now where you can be socially shamed for a ton of stuff, and maybe that's exactly what they're going after. Where let's let's shame, and I love what in the in the Discord somebody, I think it was you, that put the shame from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, shame, yeah, I don't, that wasn't me, but it's somebody else. Shame. Yeah, yeah, it was just like what what does a public <laughs> reprimand do? Like, and I guess you know, in some other countries, that's that's maybe more of a thing, but. Uh, to us that that means absolutely nothing i don't think so uh i just that, that I, I literally laughed out loud and then i'm like is this like satirical or like i better check the source on this like no that's actually from f1 so okay well that's interesting but uh yeah is is what it is but uh well that's <laughs> i like, thought that thought that was pretty funny it's not like going like ten dollars overdrawn in your checking account i mean this that's right. that's public shame right there when you go and you get declined the next time you're out right. and you figure out that i mean that that's that's shame enough but yeah these guys i don't know I, but they deal in such high dollar i mean this is this is not a cheap sport and it just seems to me that like i, I don't i mean just the amount of money that they throw around on these cars on these teams I can't even see going over a budget. Let alone. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. As much money as is spent uh, in these budget caps, I don't have the number right in front of me, but it's a ridiculous amount of money they're allowed to spend and to, to have gone over that. Obviously, it's paid off well for them, as we just mentioned, you know, blowing the lead story. I guess Max Verstappen wins the championship again. And, and so now it's back to back years for Red Bull winning um, with Verstappen. I don't remember if they've clinched the constructors champ. I believe they not have. Yet. Not yet. They're actually. Really close, yeah. They're really, they can't do it until Austin. They said that's what it is. Okay. Yep. So, but I, I don't think that that's going to be an issue unless maybe they're not allowed to race, which I don't see happening either, but you never know, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that, that whole story, very interesting. And it'll be, I haven't seen a time frame either on when a penalty will actually be announced. I guess maybe if we all of a sudden start seeing the F1 account, like just trolling Red Bull or something like, Maybe that's like their public shaming, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Watch out for their Twitter account. They just like start posting memes with like clown faces on them or something. And it's like, here's your public shaming for <laughs> overspending, I guess. Right. <laughs> or just, or just answering every tweet with like a dollar sign or something like yeah. that. Like, like, like Donald Duck floating bills off into the sky. That's, that's what they do. They're like, oh yeah, you want to throw money at this? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's too funny. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean that's that's about all really the news for for F1 in the past week at least. Uh, not a not a ton of stuff going on. Just a few few driver changes here, um, and then yeah, it looks like uh, Schumacher possibly 
in contract talks to to return to Haas, uh, but nothing more on that. That's uh that's about all we have this week. So not as much as there has been in in the past, but uh, yeah. We got a race to recap now. We do have a race to recap now. Something happened, and and that <laughs> we talked about it in the NASCAR show where there was a ton of just absolute chaos. It began for us on Sunday morning. Like we were ready for it already because it, I mean, Thursday, to be honest with you, and we'll talk about that, uh, of course, when we recap the bets. So let's go ahead and do that. Let's step away for a break real quick. And when we come back, we'll recap the bets that we made from the Japanese Grand Prix. But before we do, let me ask you, you're thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time because new customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Are you looking to join the WinBet's biggest winners club? Who isn't? Well, whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, someone turned $6 into $4,000. And on top of that, they got the free $1,000 bet. WinBet is truly hashtag DGENs only. So much to choose from, and all you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you that. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions. WinBet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. It was a... On again, off again, relationship with the rain in Japan this weekend. We had it, we didn't, we had it, we didn't. There were drivers that were on intermediate tires. There were drivers who were on wet tires. There were drivers who tried slick tires toward the end. Chaos rained down in Japan. And as such, uh, we still didn't get a different result. <laughs> we ended up getting the same result. Just chaos around uh, the, the eventual winner. Which, again, we talked about it was Max Verstappen, who once again locked up a championship in this race as well. But, I mean, look, man, we we literally had uh, just so much craziness going on. And the bets that we made, a lot of them hinged on on probably a dry track, to be honest with you. But we got a wet track, which meant there was all sorts of different strategies going on. And there was all sorts of different uh, teams taking different stabs at it. Because, look, everybody eventually, I think, knew that Max was going to win. Uh, but the problem was they were just trying to figure out how to finish second. So, um, you know, there was a lot of speed in, in certain teams, but we saw a lot of varied results this weekend, and it was kind of frustrating. And our bets were a little all over the place as a result, but uh, we'll definitely break them down just so we can make sure we give you the full disclosure we always do. And, and Cody, it began in practice with us, uh, well, well, at least with me, where I said that Mercedes was going to be the fastest in practice one, and they just came out on intermediate tires and decided to say to hell with it and, and, and try it all the way when everybody was going to slicks, uh, which I think cost them an opportunity to be fast uh, in this practice. Yeah, agree with you. Yeah, it was. I mean, we, we had, I think we had talked about a little bit last week that there was there was going to be some rain maybe and it might affect things. And then I don't think anybody was fully expecting the absolute monsoon that was there on Sunday. Uh, so, yeah, that that really kind of spoiled things a lot uh in a lot of our bets so close on a couple of them that uh didn't quite come to fruition but yeah again the tire strategy a very uh interesting call but i, I think that they would have had a chance had they done what everyone else did and, and i just I, sometimes i don't understand what these f1 teams are doing when you see something else is working for somebody else why don't you do it too i, I, I don't really get it sometimes but uh still still learning that part of it i guess 
Well, and so Hamilton came out of the gates on those intermediate tires and was one of the fastest out there, right? And and for a while, it kind of looked like he was he was going to do okay if everybody stayed on intermediates. And then toward the end of that practice, the, the first practice, people were starting to bring out slicks just to see. And then, you know, Fernando Alonso ended up posting the fastest time. I don't know the last time Fernando Alonso has posted the fastest time in practice. It's been a, a long while. Uh, and then both Ferraris right after them. So, I mean, Alpine had two of the top four of the fastest cars out there, along with Ferrari. So, you know, again, it was just a matter of uh, their strategy didn't work. Hamilton actually ended up 13th in practice. And then, of course, his teammate Russell, uh, 18th in practice for the Mercedes team. So they weren't even they weren't even up there in the top 10 as far as the first practice is concerned. And once they, once they chose not to go... Uh, and change tires i knew we were done i knew this bet was not going to cash for at all yep yeah and i mean you hit it with the long shot winning uh you know practice one just the wrong long shot which uh, you know happens sometimes but yeah i mean alonzo only ran seven laps in practice he was just really fast laid down a good time um and yeah for him to to be on top of the practice board kind of crazy and then again for yeah for both their cars to be in the top four sharing that with ferrari we expect to see ferrari up there we talk about that week in and week out. They're always good in FV1. They were good again. Uh, yeah, even a guy like Max was all the way down in six. That's, you know, all the way down. But for him, that is all the way down. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, just didn't quite work out for the uh, the Mercedes guys, unfortunately. Uh, the, mostly, I think, all just due to tire strategy. Yeah, I mean, it definitely was due to tire strategy. Because, you know, you turn around to FP2 and they're first and second. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> again, you were on the right track. You knew they were going to be getting practice, just missed it by one practice. Yeah, it was it was not a, a fun week. I know, especially when they did finish first and second in, in practice. I was like, come on, guys. Like, oh, literally, you could have done this old practice before and we'd have cashed uh-huh. on <laughs> Would have been nice. But uh, All right, so your first bet had to do with the winning margin of this race. And boy, I tell you. That was here's yeah. here's the one I nailed. So uh, <laughs> hopefully this is the one you took, I guess. But yeah, winning margin over 10 seconds. I mean, I, I pretty much saw Max just kind of dominate in this race, running away with it, and that was the case. A 27-second win. They only ran, would they run 28 laps in this race by the time, I mean, they're act 28 actual laps of racing um, by the time, you know, obviously they started the race and then the big wreck on lap one, and then they red flagged it. Uh, you know, quite a delay there before they got going, and then you just switched to the clock, of course. Uh, so only 28 laps in, but Verstappen put a second on him, I guess, per lap. Uh, ran away with it, which is is what we expected. Um, and so, yeah, the the winning margin of over ten seconds that was at plus money at plus one fifty. Uh, I believe I talked about that being one of my favorite bets on the weekend, and uh, that was just pretty much what I envisioned was a max running away with it, and that's what we got. And so that one easily easily cashed times two and a half. <laughs> if I'm I'm scared to see what that margin would have been had they run all the laps that yeah i mean yeah and in those conditions i mean i guess maybe that helped him run away a little more because he was just handling well in it but you, you would think in, in just dry conditions being able to run go he, he maybe even had more of an advantage but yeah i was a little bit in question <laughs> i i wasn't i was torn at the end there when they were talking about maybe coming down and pitting and getting that fastest lap because they needed to secure the champion which can we can we talk about this for a second? Sure, go for How it. How does this this is being broadcast worldwide to the whole world is interested, right? We race in all these different countries, all these different continents. The entire world is invested in F1. 
and we're broadcasting, we're talking about this, and you know, here's how the points are going to get paid out. It's only going to be partial points because we're only running a partial race. Now Max can't win the championship. And then after the race, they're like, oh, hey, you're the champion. And Max is like, no, I, I don't I don't think so. Oh, no, you're the you – and he's like, no, I don't – and then Red Bull's like flipping through the rule book, and it's like, oh, yeah, they changed this rule that nobody knows about. The teams didn't know about it. Uh, Red Bull, you know, Red Bull didn't know about it. The drivers didn't know about it. The TV broadcast didn't know about it. Like, is, we talked about this a couple weeks ago with NASCAR. Like, is nobody in the F1 booth watching the TV broadcast and being like, hey, that's not right. Maybe we should go tell them so they could tell the entire world, hey, this is the actual scenario. Like, what? <laughs> so anticlimactic for getting a championship winner. I get there's a bunch of races left and he's won it. So it's kind of like, yeah. But to not be able to be, you know, like him cross the line and Christian Horner come on and two-time world champion Max Verstappen, like something like that. Like we could have gotten something like that. And instead it was like, he's in the room after he's like, no, I don't think I'm the champion. And they're like, yeah, you're the champion. And he's like, I guess I'm the champion. And it's like, come on, man. So just, you know, maybe tell the TV people what's going on so they can inform the entire world that's watching. Like go sit in the throne. You're the champion. Go, go in there. <laughs> I mean, he was literally like, I don't, what am I supposed to do? I, I go sit in the chair. I'll take a picture and then I'll come back. That's, and then I'll get on the podium. That, that's what's the extent of his championship uh, hey, and ceremony. <laughs> On top of that, too, it was another penalty-related thing where, because uh, I think if Shaw Leclerc still finished second, then he's not the champion because he didn't get the fastest lap point. But Leclerc finishes third because of the last lap, leaving the racing surface, getting the post-race five-second penalty. So again, just the whole thing was very anticlimactic. You would kind of hope maybe when you're crowning a champion, just do it a little differently, I guess. But I, I wasn't super impressed with with how that worked out. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're the two-time champion, they're just like, man, you already done this already. <laughs> hey, he did it again. We know he's going to win all the rest of the races. He's probably going to set the new record. Here, buddy. It's whatever. Here, just take <laughs> take the trophy. Go home. Like, you don't <laughs> we'll even see you next back. week. We're <laughs> already getting your name engraved in next week's trophy. It's fine. <laughs> uh, speaking of engraving names on trophies, we had to take our correction tape and, uh, and put it over this last one because I gave you fastest pit stop again uh, for Red Bull. Look, man, Red Bull only made but a handful of, and not even enough stops to make it worthwhile, uh, to be honest with you, as Max was just, again, running away with life. So uh, it was actually AlphaTauri with the fastest lap. It was Pierre Gasly, uh, believe it or not, with the fastest pit stop. Unbelievable, given the fact that he uh, was so pissed off all weekend long. But he clocked in at 2.45, his AlphaTauri team. Red Bull distant, what, fourth, fifth over there with 2.75? Aston Martin actually climbed 2.4, uh, and then Alphatari, this Yuki Sonoda pit stop at 2.52. Alpine had another uh, pretty good stop with Fernando Alonso at 2.55, but Red Bull not on their game, but they didn't need to be. Obviously, they knew exactly that they didn't have to rush anything and get everything right. They didn't want to miss a lug. They didn't want to, you know, have an unsafe, unsafe release. So, unfortunately, that pit stop did not hit this week, but I, I'm going to hammer it again. Next week for the United States. Well, and that's, that's the positive takeaway. Maybe the odds drop a little better for you next week. Like when you only run 28 green flag laps, like you don't need that much for pit stops. So makes it tough to hit a bet like that again. Not really something we saw. We, we didn't think that the weather was going to be that bad. Um, and, and so, yeah, again, the positive takeout. Maybe the odds will be a little better next week uh, when we head to Dakota. But 
again, I don't think it was a bad bet. And another one that at the end, because they were talking about that at the end, like, does he pit, try to get the fastest lap so he can secure the championship? I think it was 24 seconds they said it would cost him. He had the 27-second lead. So that was the, one of those things where, well, if he pits, maybe he would have got that fastest pit stop. Maybe he would have hit the fastest lap of the race. And, and then he wouldn't have won by the 10.5 seconds like I had. So one of those things where it's like, ah, which one do I want to hit here? <laughs> <laughs> nah, yours, yours was better. Yours was plus money at better odds. <laughs> uh, next up for me, oh, man, paid the juice up on this one. The, the double top six for Mercedes did not pay off this week. Uh, again, just a up and down weekend for them. We talked about it at FP1. Both of them were really bad, 13th and 18th. FP2, top of the board, first and second. So you're thinking, okay. Then again, the rain fat, the rain just kind of washed everything out. If you want to say, uh, <laughs> it just, it, it uh, yeah, it, it didn't help with things, but so I had them double top six at minus two fifty. I gave out double podium at plus four fifty. Hamilton finished fifth. He kept up his, his part of the bargain, uh, but Russell comes home in eighth. So only missed it by two spots, not that far off, but again, the weather, weather conditions just, just made it tough on everything all weekend. And, and again, only 28 laps not that we see a ton of green flag passing and stuff but you know if you would have had more more laps in a cleaner race i, I think that russell could have worked his way back up there a little better and maybe got in that top six yeah i mean I, i'm gonna just blame it on the rain that is what i'm going to do uh as i call back to my favorite 90s group millie vanilli uh but i can also thank the rain i can thank the rain for this next bet because i said that there was going to be a safety car and boy let me tell you we did not have to wait long at all for that safety is this the car. easiest bet you've ever cashed <laughs> it literally was no sweat i mean the only thing that was sweating was the racetrack well all the rain on it and now yeah, this <laughs> happened almost immediately and i know you had to 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 pay down twice what you were going to get back but look if you bet this right you actually made money off of this and there was of course a safety car shoot man there was a safety car in practice and there was a safety car <laughs> in qualifying so uh yeah i mean there, there's a safety car in the race so we all knew this one was going to happen yeah again yeah and the weather just played into it perfectly it was amazing they even started that race as bad as it was uh the fact that you could not see anything was just crazy and then yeah a couple turns into the race they're all wrecking uh was I believe it was carlos Sainz got the worst of it uh his, his day was over quickly um another <laughs> if you're into nascar we talked about this on the nascar show Go back and listen to the recap episode there. I went off about cardboard signs, but ended up with a sign that's off the track, but in the way that ends up on the front of a car. I don't remember whose car it was that was carrying a sign around for a little while, but what we're the top racing series in the entire world. Why do we have signs in places where they can get stuck on the front of cars? Can we just not have them? Like we talked about this billboards, other places, electronic signs do something different, but not signs that end up on the front of vehicles. How about that? Is that is that so hard? To, is that too much to ask for? I don't think it is. In fact, we should probably petition the uh, the stewards to just do away with all of that because that's ridiculous. But we'll send our request to the FIA. I'm sure they'll be. <laughs> I'm sure they'll entertain that. <laughs> I think it was actually Gasly that uh, had that uh, on. I his think it was. Screen, you're right. So. Yep. Um, speaking of him, we'll get to him after the break as we finish breaking down all of the bets from the Japanese Grand Prix. But I want to tell you about Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no 
extra charge. You get over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Go watch on all your devices and never miss an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR+. Plus. No contracts, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time right now. Try FuboTV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. We give you a ton of stats here on the SGPN and a place that we have found that can give you all those stats and so much more. Plus, you can compare odds from all major sports books. It's oddstrader.com. Go compare all those odds from all the major sports books, plus the different sign-up codes, promotion codes from sports books to get the best deal. You get player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather. It's going to make you literally the most informed better in the entire world. It's got a bet tracker too, so you can keep records of all your games and betting activity. All kinds of great features, like I said, handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, so much stuff, I can't even spit it all in one breath. So go over there right now, check it out, it's oddstrader.com, oddstrader.com slash bluewire, oddstrader.com slash bluewire, oddstrader, the number one site for all of your game day bets. Talked about Gasly's bad luck heading into the break, and that's exactly what happened. He just had a ton of bad luck. I had him as a top 10 pick at plus 110. Done it a lot. The Japanese Grand Prix did not get it done this time. It started in practice for him. The frustration grew for him. He he actually just could not get going. He was mad at his team for for giving tires to him that or uh, to Sonoda that he didn't get or, or you know, it's just he was very pissed off. Very pissed off, and it translated into the race. He finished 18th uh, on the day, but like just a terrible day. Got caught up in in all kinds of madness. Had to change out his his wing. Like this was not Gasly's day. On a day when he was announced that he was leaving and going somewhere else, I don't know that they didn't just check out on him. I mean, a la Tyler Reddick, but Tyler Reddick, they actually continued to give him a winning car. Gasly, they were like, "Oh, you're gone. All right, well, here's Sonoda. Have everything you need." Uh, to win a race but yeah unfortunately not Gasly's day and he definitely did not finish inside the top 10 yeah I mean it's rough when you you know they got they had to change the wing and he starts on pit road which actually looked like a pretty nice start compared to some of the other guys uh when you saw when they showed his point of view of just you know no spray or nothing just running off the thing but when you're starting behind the eight ball so far back again in the weather conditions we had only 28 laps of racing very hard to progress your way up through the field and get into the top 10. Uh, yeah, it was just wasn't his weekend. You know, sometimes you, you have those those days, those weeks, where it's just it's not your time, and uh, yeah, this wasn't one for him. No, no. Better days are ahead for him, though, and especially the rest of the season and, and as he goes on into his next ride. So uh, your next bet. Ugh, heartbreaking. <laughs> heartbreaking. I had McLaren double top 10 plus 175. I absolutely love this one. I wrote up the McLaren guys in my DFS article as well. I was big on them this weekend. Double top 10 finish. Lando gets me the 10th place finish. Ricardo finishes 11th. Uh, we were so close. So close. Uh, just it didn't uh, didn't pan out. Lando, like I had talked about, uh, has just been like automatic with top 10s lately. He's been on quite a streak uh, and doing really well, running good. He barely squeaked in there, but he got it. Uh, Ricardo has kind of been the wild card, but it seems like when he keeps things together and has a decent day, he's able to get in the top 10. Uh, just missed it this time. 
might be might be something I look at going forward again uh, next week, Dakota. I haven't seen much for odds or or looked into it too much yet, um, but but something I might keep an eye on because these McLaren guys have been running pretty good. They've been getting solid finishes. Again, you know, at a double top ten at plus one seventy five, it's plus money. So you know, not necessarily expected anyways to get tenth and eleventh. They were really close, um, and so maybe if it's similar odds or even a little better odds next week. Might be something I uh, double up on and try to hit it this week, this next week at Coda. I mean, look, you had a couple of surprising finishes, anyways, in the top ten. Uh, Latifi uh, sneaking up into ninth place, and I mean, everybody knew Vettel was going to come in and, and do well, but like Esteban Ocon, one of his better runs uh, on the season. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, in fourth place, you had a couple of cars sneak in there that probably should not have been up there, anyways. So, uh, pit strategies, weather, kind of jacked you out of one one spot at least to have them both finish in there speaking of finishing and getting jacked out of finishes um i won't even bring up the fact that i had hamilton to win at plus 1200 guy just uh he finished fifth i mean he salvaged a hell of a a finish as far as being able to finish fifth but that car man it just uh, i don't know it didn't have it race speed didn't have the straight line speed and in fact it, it he was in trouble a few times of losing even more positions. Uh, him and Vettel were actually uh, fighting it out over the last few laps, and and you know he was barely able to hang on. So, I mean, look, like I said, I'm I'm gonna blame the weather. I'm gonna blame it on the rain and just chalk it up to the fact that it was just a tough tough race all around for anybody not named Max Verstappen. Yeah, and again, I mean, we knew that Max was gonna win this race. That you know, we talked about that. Everybody knows that for the most part. His odds reflected every week, obviously. Uh, it's tough to beat him, but he's been beaten this season, and it can happen. Anything can happen. You get in weather like that, and it could have easily been a disastrous day for Max. Um, and so, yeah, it just we're tossing out long shots, just hoping you hit the right guy at the right time. And you know, you did it just last week, the last race. With uh, with hitting the twelve to one winner there, we were both on Hamilton as our long shots. Didn't pan out this time, but uh, Max Max was going to be the one that got the win the whole time. Anyways, I had given him out as the fastest lap plus the win at plus one forty. Again, we talked about it. Did didn't have the fastest lap. They talked about the pitting, uh, so we gave up getting this one for getting the uh, over ten and a half second win margin. Just trying to get Max's numbers a little better as far as as you know not being minus 270 or whatever he was to win this race um yeah i don't know looking it's it's just so tough to bet that for a winner but who knows uh we'll, we'll see going forward he can uh tie the record he's so mario andretti uh not mario andretti <laughs> now, now i'm going back to indycar my bad uh <laughs> Not Mario Andretti. No, Michael Schumacher uh, in 2004 won 13 races. Sebastian Vettel in 2013 won 13 races. Uh, Max is at 12 races now, 12 wins now, uh, with four races left. So one more win ties him for the all-time record. And if he can get two in four races, which, you know, if I was a betting man, I would probably bet on that. Oh, wait. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, uh, I, I would imagine we see that record fall this year, which goes to show you how special of a year it is you know sometimes it's oh max is gonna win again oh max is gonna win again but sometimes you need to stop and appreciate greatness this isn't something we see happen all the time 13 wins has only happened twice ever so you know for a guy to get to this point have a chance at the record 
it's something great to see, and, and he's obviously going to be probably the next great driver of this generation. He's a back-to-back -back champion now, um, you know, and Red Bull looks like a force to be reckoned with probably for a while as long as they can control their spending and their public. If they can survive that public rep reprimand, watch out for them, okay? <laughs> I don't know but, how uh, they're going to do it. Public reprimands, man, they yeah. – they're, you know, they're, they're Michael Jordan wins three titles in a row. You know, we, we see these these dominant performances by guys. You know, Tiger Woods winning all the time. Jimmy Johnson with his seven championships in NASCAR. Yeah, you want to see other guys win sometimes, and, and it can get boring. But at the same time, the absolute dominance and the greatness that you're watching unfold in front of you is something to stop and appreciate always, whether you like the guy or not. It's, it's always fun to see those types of things. And, and those records, I mean, that you know, only two guys in how many years of F one? Like, that's that's a very rare feat, and two greats that did it in a Schumacher and Vettel. I mean, two of the best to ever strap into the cars. So, for him to be able to get close to this record, potentially tie it here in one of these next couple of races, and maybe even break it, um, it, it is good to good to see that. I feel like it takes people like five to ten years to appreciate just the utter dominance. Yeah. When you're in it, it's it's eye rolling. Yeah, when you're you in it, it's like, oh, we're gonna watch him win again yeah. this week. But then you look back and you're like, man, we got to see him set the all-time record for wins in a season. Like, how crazy was that? You know, it takes the thirty for thirty to come out for us to go. Oh yeah, that yeah. actually was oh, cool man, to watch I live. How good that was. <laughs> and and it you know and it just you know in racing in general we see that we've seen this in NASCAR too where we have had guys like Jimmy Johnson win a ton of, I mean, seven championships, five of them in a row. Like that was an absolute dominant performance. The last two years of NASCAR, you had a 10 race winner and, and a nine race winner guys that were just winning week in and week out. And then this year in NASCAR, 20 different winners or 19 different, whatever we're at. I can't even count. There's so many different winners, but so it's, it's not going to be this way forever. It's going to change, you know, cycles come and go. You look back a few years ago, you know, watch and drive to survive or something. And, Teams are in way different places then than they are now. Drivers are in way different places. Things will continue to change, but it is something to just stop and, and, and you know look at it and be like, wow, that's that's quite an accomplishment he, he's reached. Indeed. Uh, all right, well, next week, turn our attention back here to the United States of America. It is the Circuit of the Americas for the Austin and the United States Grand Prix. Going to have the betting preview for that next week as well, as we always do. But uh, again, on, on our own soil, so we get to handicap this in a track we actually know uh, and can talk about. So we'll break it all down for you next week, Cody. But before we wrap it up here, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Yep, you can find all my work on Twitter, at Husker underscore Zeeb. Of course, check out the NASCAR Gambling Podcast if you're, uh, if you're new to this one and just stumbling across it or something or into NASCAR. Even if you're not into NASCAR, we had some pretty good bets over there. So uh, check that out. And yeah, just find all my work on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. And then follow the show as well at F1 Gambling Pod. Indeed. Again, we're still actually the, the F1 season outlasts the NASCAR season by a couple of races. So thankfully, we'll uh, we'll get to continue on this even after NASCAR season is over. Uh, so we'll have more episodes to go. And plus, it's a short off season, just like NASCAR. So we get to continue. The best thing about racing, the short off seasons. I love it's not it. like football where you got to wait eight months for it to come back. Nope, nope. couple Short months break, and we're take back, a at nap, back at it. <laughs> back at it. <laughs> back at it next week with the United States Grand Prix. Thanks. You can follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. There's a link in my bio with everything I got going on, including this, including the Sportsbook Review, including uh, in-between media, all that stuff going on. 
my Twitter, at RJ Gomez. So until next time, everybody, enjoy your weekend of just sleeping in. But, you know, come back for us next weekend. And let's go racing and let it ride.